In late summer of 1956, my family moved to Northlake, a blue-collar suburb of Chicago. If we'd moved into our house in May or June that year, when the 17-year cicadas of the Northern Illinois brood were calling it full throttle, my parents would have hightailed it right back to the city. But we moved after the cicada breeding period was over. My parents sold the house in 1971, two years before the next cicada emergence, so I never realized we'd lived in the epicenter of these wondrous creatures until June 2007, when I visited my sister in an adjoining suburb, Elmhurst. Her house was new enough to meet strict new building standards requiring windows and doors to be soundproof in the vicinity of O'Hare Airport. That visit coincided with the emergence of the 17-year cicadas. When we were inside, we didn't notice them. But the moment someone opened a door, the din was overpowering and lasted way, way longer than a passing jet. Several people with noise meters during the Great Eastern Brood emergence in 2021 measured it at 90 to 100 decibels, well over the 85 decibel noise limit at which the CDC recommends ear protection. Periodic cicadas belong to the order Hemiptera, the true bugs. Some people call them locusts, but they're not at all related. Locusts belong to the order Orthoptera with grasshoppers. Many members of both insect orders provide important food for birds. All the periodic cicadas belong to the genus Magicicada. They're by far the longest lived of all insects in the world and are found only in eastern North America. Every species has a 13 or a 17 year lifespan, every individual spending almost all of its long life underground in an immature stage called a nymph, feeding on xylem fluids from the roots of deciduous trees. In late spring of their 13th or 17th year, about when soil temperatures reach 64 degrees, the mature cicada nymphs emerge in synchrony from the soil in almost unimaginable numbers, molt out of their final nymphal exoskeleton, and voila, suddenly they are cool-looking adults with brilliant red compound eyes and gorgeous translucent wings outlined in orangey gold. In a few days, the males start gathering in chorus centers where they vibrate a pair of drum-like structures on the sides of their abdomen called timbals to create that high-pitched, astonishingly loud buzz. Russ and I will be headed to visit our family when this happens this year. I want to get better photos and recordings this time around. The noise attracts female cicadas, but that can't be the entire explanation for the volume. Cicadas are huge and tasty, some people even eat them, and represent a lot of valuable calories for birds during their own nesting season. Cicada bodies don't produce toxins or a bad taste to ward off birds, but I suspect the loud calls keep at least some avian predators away. 
After mating, each female cicada makes a tiny slice into the bark, a slender branch, or a twig of a deciduous tree to deposit 24 to 48 eggs. During the few weeks of her adult life, she mates again and again, producing a total of up to 600 eggs, which hatch in about 6 to 10 weeks. The tiny hatchlings drop to the ground and burrow into the soil to start munching on tree roots. The 2024 emergence will be historical, the first year since 1803 when both the 17-year cycle Northern Illinois brood and the 13-year cycle Great Southern brood emerge. This will not affect how many there are in any given area, but the swath of the eastern U.S. affected will be huge. It won't happen till spring, but it's already getting a lot of news coverage, and I'm concerned that people People will panic and grab for the insecticides. Starting in late May 2021, many birds were found dead and dying in Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Ohio, precisely where the 17-year Great Eastern brood cicadas were emerging. The birds, including common grackles, blue jays, American robins, and European starlings suffered from eye swelling, crusty discharges, and neurological problems. Many people studying the issue believe the birds had been killed by insecticides, especially because the affected birds belong to species that walk and feed on grounds where sprayed pesticides can accumulate. So far, this year's news coverage is focusing on the historical nature of the two large broods not emerging together since Thomas Jefferson was president, and on the infernal noise and huge number of cicadas involved. A few news stories are warning people that pesticide use will not help. There will be simply too many cicadas, but so far I haven't seen any coverage at all about the birds that could be killed by pesticides. We're supposedly the smartest species on the planet, but have a very poor track record for learning from our mistakes. So as excited as I am to witness this unique phenomenon again, I'm dreading my own species' reaction to it. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.